This is the Courier Talking Football. I'm Eric Nicholson, and with me are Jim Spence and Sean Hamilton. Back to a threesome. Here we are. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your Tuesday morning. No. Dark stuff. It's a, big, it's, a big, it's a big game week. It's a big game at the end of I'm slightly, Certainly you know, is. I'm a wee bit... It's a, it's a wee shame that... Uh, Wraith have got a midweek game actually because it would have been good to have oh. a whole week to build up to yeah. to this one and and, it, and it's a, and it goes without saying that what happens on Wednesday night with Wraith at Arbroath changes the dynamic of yep. what could and could happen on the on the Saturday at Tannerice. Mm-hmm. So I guess you know both in terms of psychological and I think United have got a wee sporting advantage here. You know Wednesday Saturday, mm-hmm. you know you hear your. Uh, your big English managers complain about it often enough, so it's gonna it'll be you would think if nothing else, our broth mm-hmm. are gonna make Wraith earn whatever result they, they do or don't get at uh, at Gayfield on Wednesday night. So it is, you know, it is a it is an issue mm-hmm. and they'll just have to wait and see how that one plays out. Either way though, it's it's gonna be a cracker at Tanner Ice on Saturday. And Jimmy, you are our man at Tanner Ice. How do you sense the uh how do you sense the mood amongst the United fans? I, I, Has it changed any since when you last saw them? Because Wraith have really put their foot down since. Yeah, they, they have. And, um, and I mean, intriguingly on that, I noticed that in the Courier this morning, Ian Murray was paying great kind of tribute to his guys and his sports scientist, you know, which mm-hmm. is, um, I think, important as well. Kind of made the point that the guys are really fit. There's no kind of, there's no little lag in a game as you often get, whether you're part-time or full-time, you know. Um, so they're they certainly going into it in a, in a fairly buoyant mood. I mean, obviously, you know, you're, we're sitting here on, on Tuesday recording this, you know, the, mm-hmm. game, the game at Gayfield on, on Wednesday night. So, you know, one or two things might have changed. You never know of injuries and mm-hmm. uh, goodness knows what else they might lose you know they might win handsomely go into an even better position than they, they are at the moment but I mean as far as um, you know United goes I mean I, I was sitting kind of in the, in the press box and sat and a mate of mine a well, very well known United fan was texting back and forth you know kind of pretty dour stuff this and no creativity and he was right I mean they, they kind of struggled I thought to get going I thought they were, Middleton played well I thought um, Fotheringham uh, very tidy. Uh, Mockery looks a, a, does look a talent too, you know. But there was a flatness I thought about United, you know. Just I, I don't mean in any kind of you know really kind of rock bottom way. They just I, I felt they couldn't quite find the spark on uh, on, on Saturday. Um, and, and fair play to Air. I mean they defended well when they did. They tried to kind of um, hit on the break, but um, I, you know there was just a kind of um, it was almost a I don't know if it was a tiredness, but just a kind of. Uh, I f- almost a lethargy um, mm-hmm. about United. It was a game that never really sparked to life. But I didn't. I never felt at any stage that the fans were on their back or or kind of giving them a hard time. It was seven thousand at the games. It was a, another very good attendance. But um, it wasn't. It wasn't one of their better days. But they ground it out. And I mean, you know, been sitting. I mean, Jim Goodwin was saying exactly the same thing. It's about the result at the end of the day. And you know, at the moment, sitting top of the table. So. Yeah, they're clearly. <coughs> I, I don't know. If, I don't want to misquote anybody, but the. The post-match vibe from uh, the United camp seemed to be this is the it was the mark of champions type stuff. That's the that's the line that they are that they're certainly going along just now, I suppose. But Wraith Wraith have the potential to blow it out of the water, don't they? By because this ultimately we will see if the the grind it out, grind it out, grind it out mm-hmm. mantra, which I think we've all seen and thought from. 
day one is going to be is going to be enough for United this mm-hmm. this season. But the Wraith, the Wraith are becoming more than an X factor in this season. I, mean, I watched uh, <coughs> I watched a couple of couple of Wraith recently. Wraith have been on the TV mm-hmm. more than uh, more than United of late. Yeah, and I mean that second half for Wraith at. Uh, Against Partick, I mean, wow! It was uh-huh. it's swashbuckling stuff, isn't it? <laughs> they, they, they've kind of they've got that feel of uh, of the entertainers already, and mm-hmm. you just don't know where their attacks are coming from. There's they're they're like the red arrows, aren't yeah. they? When they when they decide to go for it, they they really go for it. Yeah, they've got lots of options up the top end of the park. That's what Craig was saying last week. I mean, that's their mm-hmm. that's their strength. Is their attacking however many players they might have on the park at any one time um and the bench actually i actually think they've got a stronger bench than united well they they, they an attacking sense they certainly have options up there i'm not i'm not sure about that and i would also say that i mean uh, i think we can we can you can probably characterize united's current period in the season as as a grind it out period but they have had Oh, they put Massive teams wins. away. Yeah, 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 they really, they really have. Abroad in particular. Yeah, they've, they've, they've stuck goals, <coughs> a lot of goals past certain teams in the league as well. So we should give them that that credit too, and that they, they have had their moments when it has been swashbuckling. At the moment, it is more of that grind it out sort of situation. But the fact that they did do it, they did grind it out, um, is is a big positive as far as I'm concerned. And actually, I mean, the the stats of the game again going to tell a story because I mean they had 14 shots mm. on goal. Mm-hmm. To airs five, um, thirteen corners to airs four, sixty four percent possession. So, in terms of how the game went, they were they were pretty much in charge of it. Um, they only managed to get the one goal, so that does suggest a grind grind it out sort of vibe. Um, but uh, yeah, it doesn't unduly concern me. Um, I mean, I still I still think I still think United have got enough, and certainly. Come January, they will have more than enough, I think, to go and win this league. But, I mean, that's not to take anything away from Wraith Rovers because I think as the season's gone on, as you say, it looked like an X-factor thing. Oh, this is a surprise at the start of the season. But as it's gone on, they've, they've, they're more and more credible every week and to the point now where they're just like, fantastic. <coughs> they look a really, really good team and they're great to watch as well. So... Yeah, plenty, plenty for United to concern themselves about, certainly. Do you, do you get the, do you think there's a chance that it's almost like United are waiting for this game and they'll, they'll raise their levels, two or three levels for it? Or is that, can you do, can you, can you do that in football? Talk, maybe <coughs> off the pitch and off it, sorry, off mm-hmm. the pitch and on it when, you know, they've known this one's coming up and they will have, I mean, let's, the statement United can make, if United win this and win this well, it po- quite possibly, Knocks the wind out of yeah, sales. I, I mean, I don't think it, you know at this stage it will define the season, but it can go an awful long way towards it. You know, the first game between the two that starts part when they you know the draw, um, I think, but indicated to a lot of people maybe a race for were much more, um, more closer than folk thought. Much closer, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they're a competent side. They're a good side. And they've got they've got. A, you know, you mentioned so they, they do have a bit of swash buckle about them. You know. Um, from United's point of view, if they can't find a swash, the important thing is they don't buckle. Oh, you know, oh, <laughs> we're waiting to get that one. I almost <laughs> forgot. You know, man of my age, you know, I was drifting into mind there. You know, but uh, no, I mean, I think um, you know, Wraith uh, undoubtedly at this stage, right on United's coattails. And by the time we go into this one, they could be top of the league again. You know, um, so there's no doubt they're a very, very 
competent, fluent side. Um, they don't score as many as United, um, although they're kind of picking up there. Um, but they do concede more, and I think that's probably United's. Um, you know, that, that's that's a big boost for United. That said. You know, kind of off the boil a wee bit in terms of banging the goals in. I mean, uh-huh. they kind of squeeze one in or, or on Saturday. It was a pretty, it was a, you know, it was a kind of goal that you, you wouldn't have, you, you had your head down going back yeah. and celebrated the five of sides, to be honest with you. Mm. You know what I mean? Here's, one, here's one for you, Jim. Is this worrying you? Louis Malt hasn't scored in his last <coughs> one, two, three, mm. five. What, 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 what's, what I thought was more worrying was how little the ball he got. Um, it's I'm glad you raised that because I was just about to say it. I mean, I just thought, you know, for all you that kind of um, front three, him kind of leading the line and middle and mockery kind of fathering him trying to supply, there was very little got to him, and and um, it, it looked to be a pretty frustrating afternoon for mm-hmm. for Moore, You know, so now if you take um, if you take our broth mm-hmm. out of the equation, yeah, his last goal was the last time they played Wraith, mm-hmm. which is yeah. way back at the start of October. October, that's right. Um, so. That's, I mean, look, that... He ain't going to break, he ain't, ain't going to reach <coughs> Lon Shankland levels no, now, is no, he? I mean, he's, he's no, he's not a Shankland-type striker, I don't think, you know. I mean, um, different type of striker. Shankland, Shankland's a much more kind of mobile, alert striker, I think, in and around and outside the box. Molt, I think, he's a different type of striker. But he need, you know, the guy needs, he needs supply. And if he's not getting supply, I'm not scoring goals. Now, that, that's not an issue if other people, you know, Fotheringham's popping up with a goal mm-hmm. or, or Middleton or, or, or Tony Watt, if, you know, if, if he's in or, or, or coming off the bench. So if somebody else is popping up with the goals, that's fine. But um, Kevin Holt. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, who cares? You know, if your yeah. defenders are coming up and bagging a, a couple in, in, in games, that, that's great. But, but you, you know, there is a psychology about the target man. I think that's important, and that psychology is A, for your fans, but B, for the opposition, we're going to watch this guy, there's goals in this guy, he's a handful. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's fine if he's just taking other people out of the game altogether and leaving room and, Space, and yeah. you know and, and mm-hmm. opportunities for others. But it kind of, you know, he just didn't seem to be getting nearly enough of the ball, and um, and it, it, he's not the type, of, he's no kind of Shankland, I think, that will drop back in, into midfield and pick it up and try and, and try and work no, his own magic. No, you know? no, 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 should he be? No, no, no he's no. not that type of player. You know? really so that, so I think, yes, I mean, the, 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 it, uh, I'm not saying it's uh, it's concerning, but it, but it's concerning. <laughs> what is his body language like? Well, you know, cause there's, um, there's plenty of number nines we know that will... Oh, show, no, their, I, show their disappointment if they're yeah. not being brought into no, the game. Away. I mean, grafted away, I didn't see anything. I, I couldn't say there was anything untoward and I didn't see him kind of taking the cream puff or anything like that. I mean, just get, he grafted away, worked away, looking for the ball, which didn't get very much of it, you know. It was taken um, off with 10 minutes to go, I yeah, see. Yeah, aye. No, not, not a great deal of, um, you know, not a great deal getting into him. And not a great deal of sign either that he, he, he could find any way mm-hmm. to, to get back and, and, and sort that. So that's, I, th- I think that's an issue. Unless you're getting ball into him, in or, in or around the box, and really, Ken, you're really talking about kind of the, the 12-yard area, I think, within the box. And then, it, you know, for the moment, he's, there's no great benefit unless, unless he's taking people out the Well, game. I mean, that might be the case, Jim, because, I mean, it, we're using the last five well, the, his last five games as a as a barometer mm. in which he's not scored. Um, Kai Fotheringham <coughs> has scored six in um, his last mm, five games. Middleton's come back to the... I mean, Fotheringham, he, is, he, is he top scorer? He's scored 10 mm. this so, season. I don't he's know not, if that he's makes him top. But he's, he scored 10 this season and six of those have been in his last five matches. Um, there you go, Moulks on eight, so there you go. Yeah, well, there you go. So, I mean, it might well be the case that this, this mm-hmm. defensive focus from the other team on Moult 
is leaving Lose little space. gaps and yeah. spaces yeah. for other people to take advantage of. So in that sense, mm -hmm. hey, even if he's not scoring, if he's mm -hmm. serving a purpose, mm -hmm. then that's 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 not necessarily an issue. Um, if there's, as long as there's somebody there to take advantage of it, and, and Fotheringham's done really, really well on that mm -hmm. front. He's been really impressive. The narrative seems to be with, with United in terms of the team picks itself apart from one position. Is that? I can't remember if I read that or if I, I saw that. Or not. Uh, basically, it'll be it's a choice between Mochre, mm -hmm. Watt, Watt, and Glass yeah. right. for the for the last spot. Is that how you see it, Jim? And all the all the rest are nailed on. Yeah, gl Glass. Um, I, I liked Glass when he broke through. I kind of. I'm not sure what stage you get to where you kind of wonder if, if somebody's just going to make that that final jump where you think he, he's just an out-and-out -out first team pick <clears throat> and I'm, I'm not sure that well, Glass Painley isn't there you know uh, at the moment and what kind of slightly concerns me is I'm not sure I just I'm not sure that's going to change you know so I think he'll play what yeah I think, so just well. I, I the, think the experience the, the experience that he brings and the kind of the mentality and this and the threat as well I mean you know if, he, if he's on song um, he's got goals in him, but, but as importantly, or more importantly, yeah. it's the provision. It's it's what he provides, you know. And again, just what we're talking about you, um, you know, other players taking people away. Mm -hmm. What what is, is is ideal for doing that? You know, is an ideal foil for taking yeah, a couple is. of players away. You know, they lose concentration, um, and instead of watching the ball, they're watching Tony Watt and they're drifting away, and it leaves room for for somebody else. And I think Watt's got the ability and the nose to to suck. Opposition yeah. players into that kind of stuff. Well, I think if you if we're talking about Wraith Rovers options up top, I mean you think about Louis Moult, Tony Watt, mm. Glenn Middleton and Kai Fotheringham. If you put those four in the park at the same time, it gives <coughs> it, it gives an opposition <coughs> defence plenty oh, to yeah. think about. Mm -hmm. So I mean Wraith Rovers whose you know strength is up front but who are conceding more than United yeah, and have done all season. You give that defence four players that they really need to be on top of for the entire game, and that's you know Oh this ain't yeah. this ain't the nil nil, is it? I mean if, I don't if think I was so. to I can't uh, see it. If if you'd asked me a few weeks ago, I would have said, you know, I, I had certainly I've changed my mind that United have got the better defence, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they do say defence is uh, and goalie, and they, they say that wins titles. Mm -hmm. So you know that that's that's a, that that phrase is there for a reason, mm -hmm. and it probably still won will win United the title. I've kind of changed my mind, middle to front. though. I think <coughs> on form mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. this moment, I would rather have Wraith mm -hmm. Smithfield and for mm -hmm. as bizarre as that may sound, I I think they've. Slightly got the edge mm -hmm. in terms of midfield and, and up front. I, in terms of form, yeah, yeah. But that can that can change. It well, can. That's right. And my, my suspicion, just you know, just the way this championship has has worked out, because this is a two horse race. I mean, even party have kind of slipped away now, and you know, in terms of kind of you know, trying to be on Wraith's coat deals, no, they're still in third. But um, th this is a two horse race, and um, I, I, I kind of sense that on Saturday that. I don't mean concentration levels will go, but I think it's going to be very, very hard to concentrate. You could see discipline going just out the window. I, I don't mean in terms of mm -hmm. flying tackles and all the rest, although that might be the case. Just, you know, you could almost see kind of early plans being shredded, you know, an early goal from somebody in, you know, the, the opposition. Where it's the game it, takes on a life it, of its it own. It takes a life. It, it becomes kind of, you know, it takes a, you know, there's a life force comes into the game. Um, you know, irrespective of kind of plans of the managers and all the rest, of it. and the crowd. I mean, I, th I, I yeah. be honest to see the crowd. I mean, seven thousand against yeah. here on Saturday. I could see about yeah. eight and a half, maybe nine thousand. Right for this one, you know, paying mm -hmm. for buses, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. the board, the directors mm -hmm. are paying for seven, seven buses. 
Seven bus loads. Yeah. How, so get many, a bus? how many did you get in a bus these days? Well, somebody said to me the weekend, I reckon they'd bring six or seven hundred. I could see a race bringing about a thousand with them for no. this one, you know. Yeah. So, quite easily, you could have eight, eight and a half. I'd no, say be, I mean, I'd be, be disappointed if it was only <clears> 600, yeah. to be honest. There is a lot to be said. We said it last week, and I'll say it again. There's a lot to be said for just the sort of fervour that's building up behind mm -hmm. the club. Mm -hmm. That that mm -hmm. Wraith feel like yeah, they've, got, they've, they've, yeah. got a, they've got a bandwagon rolling, don't they? Yeah, I mean, they that, do. that place was absolutely jumping after. I mean, no wonder it was, mm -hmm. a, it was a thrilling game. It was mm -hmm. great watching on the TV. But Starks looked like it yeah. was, it mm -hmm. was alive. Like, I can't remember yeah. it in a long, long time. Oh, I mean, it, it, the whole thing, I mean, to Ian Murray and the guys that, that, that took over, that stepped up, you know. Um, really we're not going back re into it, but when you think about where I, that club I, was, for I, obvious, you know, mm -hmm. the reasons we're not going to go into a couple of years ago, you know. That was a basket case, you know. And, and I mean, to be honest, I don't know how, how close they were to the wall. The case, atmosphere but it was, was poisoned. Buried, you know. Mm -hmm. atmosphere it was, it was, was toxic. It was poisonous. Yeah. All the things that have gone on, you know, I mean, um, so, I mean, it, it's been kind of absolutely resuscitated and, and, and they are at the moment flying. I think both on and off the park, I think they're doing a load of great work in the community again, bringing people on board, getting, you know, the, the, the crowds are well up. They've got a really good team. They've got a good squad. Um, and they're, they're in with a great chance of coming up because, you know, when you look at potentially who might come down, I'm sure we'll get to that, you know, mm -hmm. when we get to Saints, but I mean, um, when you look at who might come down, you, you might well back. Um, race it in a playoff system, albeit we know that it's all weighted against the championship club. But either you know, if they can, you know, if they can usurp United over the course of the rest of the season and come up automatically, I still don't think they will. But Saturday will be a big pointer towards it. Still don't think they will. But if they do, or if they come up in, in second place, it would be great to see them back in in the top flight. Because you know, let's be blunt. I mean, Wraith Rovers certainly bring as much to the game <coughs> as a as a Livingston or a Ross County. You know. I, I say the one who's got a wee soft spot for, for county, but I mean, do you, you know, oh, why? No, why? Yeah, I was always treated well when I was. You know, as a journalist, you go up, you kind of, you like to get a pie and, and no, a cup of tea we brought don't, you. Simple, simple things, you know. Uh -huh. The right off heart them. through his belly. A couple of seasons since I've gone right off the man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I mean, Wraith Rovers, I, the, the, the analogy I, I would make is United are going to have to be, be better than Kilmarnock mm -hmm. because. Wraith Rovers are, are better than Arbroath in that, that season when it became, you know, a title race that nobody expected. <coughs> I, th I think Wraith Rovers are going to keep United more than honest. And I, I think United are going to have to raise the levels from mm. where they are just now, not just not just keep where they are. And it does and it does sound ridiculous because the team hasn't lost a game for mm. crying out loud. Mm -hmm. But I think, well, we'll it, there'll be a lot to discuss if, if, if Wraith win it. Mm. And it looks like a... a you know, if 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 once the two of them are played, <coughs> if Wraith look like a better team having mm -hmm. that game having been played, you know, I'm going way too way too far. The potential for this to be a a total game changer is bigger for Wraith than it is for United mm -hmm. in this one, I think. And the potential negative psychological impact is greater for United as well. You know, Wraith, Wraith, it's just the underdog. You know I mean? Mm -hmm. They can still look at themselves as, oh, we're in this for, mm -hmm. we'll see how far this takes us. The pressure on United is, is absolutely enormous. And if they suddenly, and <coughs> you're talking about games taking on a life of their own, players know, don't they? So mm -hmm. if they play this game and they, it's like boxing, isn't it? They As soon as they mm -hmm. feel what the other, what the opponent's like, United players will know after Saturday if Wraith are the real deal, mm -hmm. even if they didn't know it 
the the last time. So the stakes are enormous. I, I, I think the, the if there's a danger for United, I mean, apart from losing, you know, I, I think the danger is depending on how the game pans out, you might well find the crowd turning because the Tannadice mm. crowd can be a hard one to please. You know, and, and if you're 35, 40 minutes in and you're doing nothing and Wraith are battering you or, or the, you know, they're, 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 you know, putting United's goal under serious threat, you, you you start to get that kind of murmur and that kind of, you know, that, that burr about the crowd and before you know where you are, there's guys getting in the neck individually and, you know, booze and shouts and all the rest of it. And that can be, that can be very, very off-putting. So you've got to be mentally tough and mentally strong to handle all that stuff, sort of stuff. But we don't know how it's going to pan out. You know I mean? These, that's what I'm saying. I, mean, I think it'll be, it'll be a big, big pointer to how the rest of the season goes between these two, how the battle's going to go between these two. But I don't think it will be the, it'll not be the season-defining moment but it could go a long way mm -hmm. to worst point out and I think um, in that respect United being at home I mean I think United are expected to win it you know I mean that would be the expectation United fans that they would win it big crowd out and all the rest of it most United fans will think they've got a better squad I think they've tailed off you know they, they've kind of they're finding it hard to hit the kind of either the number of goals or the kind of the, the form of earlier in the season um, but my suspicion is they still have better overall squad but there's not much in it we got this in the covid restricted season didn't we with mm. under robbie nielsen when united mm. they were just they were <coughs> too good too early and then any dip was became mm -hmm. probably magnified mm. and mm -hmm. when it shouldn't have been you know so <coughs> yeah. and, and united have i'm thinking of park thistle away mm. Mm. a couple other games where you think oh is this the moment when they're really going to get tested and mm -hmm. they just like <coughs> test mm -hmm. we'll show you yeah. that so united uh, united have got that in them mm -hmm. you know if united mm -hmm. If United go and win this handily, mm -hmm. it, for me, we're talking next week as if it is, it's done, mm -hmm. you know, if they flex their muscles. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in terms of the support, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's uh, it's it, it can become a difficult place to play, but by the same token, it can it can benefit United. And I would I would I would. It doesn't always work like this, but I think United have, have done enough this season to have earned a bit of patience from those yeah. supporters and, and backing <clears throat> rather than mm -hmm. that anxiety and, mm -hmm. and, and putting it on them because they've, they've lost a couple of cup games and, and the fans are not happy about that and that's fair enough but I think um, I think that that's potentially destructive and mm -hmm. supporters need to just be patient get behind them because it might not be pretty this game um, I think it will. I think it'll be. It could be fantastic. It could be great entertainment. Just because be Wraith, just because Wraith don't have Armstrong at the back, yeah. they've, they've got to they've got to go for him. Yeah, <clears> yeah. It could it could it, it more than likely will be great, but it, it might not be. Um, mm -hmm. And it, and it, you know you never know how the game's going. It, it could be that United have to come from behind, you know, um, and they've done that before this season. So if, if that being the case. I know it's difficult for fans not to react to that in the moment, but I, I just think it's it's well, it, it's crucial that, that that supporters don't get don't get on their backs, <laughs> especially too soon, because I, I, it's yeah. I think it's destructive. I, I think the the danger is you know we we're sitting here in a kind of you know cosy studio kind of discussing this objectively and all the rest of it. Once you've kind of once you've gone and you're thinking how much you've paid for your season, oh, I know, yeah. you know you've got soaked going to the game or you didn't get that last pint of Guinness and before the you know before they get away and you know and the team are not playing well, you got on there. I mean, you know, I, I'm the same. I often think that, that fans, you know, don't give enough respect to players. You know, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, the, the notion that there are players that will have off days and players that you think think sometimes are not really pulling your weight you know there are very very few pros go out to have a bad game or mm -hmm. or don't give everything they've got and you know they, i think they, united fans quite week. like this group don't they 
You know, yeah, you, I, over the years, yeah, every club, I, there's, 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 there's really been ones when you've sensed they really don't, you know, they really don't like them as a group. I think they like this group. a very hard-working group. I mean, I think, you know, there, there are no, um, I don't see any prima donnas in the group. With a few that have any, come through uh, the ranks as well, that always helps. Yeah, I don't see any kind of any, any kind of showmanship from them. They, they go out, they graft hard, they work hard, they're disciplined and they're organised. Not, not, you know, that's then the manager. Um, and, there, you know, there, there are United fans still who are no, you know, you, you could have Pep Guardiola in there. And to be United fans that didn't find that's the nature of football. There are people that thought, you know, he wasn't the right man for the job, still one or two that are, although, I mean, given what they've done, you know, it, it'd be very, very hard to be critical of them. I mean, I think it's, um, you know, it's it's a big one for them all. I mean, you look, you look through them, you know, from the goalie at the back, I think it's been, yeah, I've said this before, I mean, he's been a great sign. He's, he's just brought a solidity to the back line. And then with Gallagher and Holt in the middle, I like McMahon, I always liked McMahon, you know, any time I saw him, even previous to United. Grimshaw at the back, one or two people overly fond. I just think there's a there's a solid base there, you know, Sybil, Doherty. These are really solid guys, solid professionals who know what they're about. You know, they graft hard, they're disciplined, they work, they make mistakes. Like, that's the nature of football. You know, best players in the world make mistakes. But I think there's a solidity about them. And I think, by and large, the vast bulk of the fans appreciate, you know, what they're doing in the season that they're having so far. I think, actually, that there's a, what we're talking about, what sort of game it's going to be. I'm saying it might be ugly. And mm -hmm. actually, there is probably a fairer chance, as you say, that mm -hmm. it's going to be quite an attractive one. Because I think most, most games this season for United, or if not most of them, then a lot of them, They'll come up against a team that's <coughs> that's one to sit in and defend mm -hmm. against them first and foremost mm -hmm. because of because of what they've got and because of who they are and all of that stuff. But this Wraith team, I don't I don't think that's their strength. No, sitting in, no, sitting in and defending. So I think for a game at Tanadice, it's probably more likely that this will be the most open team that they'll have at yeah, Tanadice all season. I actually think as well, just just occur to me there, I'm thinking back of the games that the, the opponents United have played. Mm -hmm. I think the most informative one for this and the dangers for United is Falkirk, mm -hmm. I think. Wraith are, mm -hmm. I th in style, mm -hmm. I think yeah. they're quite the opposite different leagues. I think that's that would be a bit of a concern for me for United because your Gaelic... Your Gallaghers and your Holtz, they want players in front of them. They'd be quite happy playing. I think they'd be more happy playing a Brian Graham mm -hmm. than they would mm -hmm. these yeah. little, the, mm -hmm. the, the Wraith, mm -hmm. Red Arrows, as I call them, darting in and out mm -hmm. and all these interchangeable. The ones coming mm -hmm. off the bench are similar, who come on with fresh legs, you know. Mm -hmm. they, they, they're making diagonal runs, they're mm -hmm. popping it about, it's pass and move quick. Yeah. So this will be a proper test, proper test, Different type of test than what they usually get. I, I think most really competitive games, and there are, there are a lot of games that are, in some respects, not competitive when, when you when you have the kind of score that United have got. That doesn't mean to say teams are not challenging you, but you always kind of sense that they've got a level or so to go up above the opposition. This is this is different. I'm not sure if there's that many kind of grades of a level you can go up against Wraith because they're a very good side. Uh, United, I still think, are, are, are slightly superior, but... Um, but when you get to you know, competitive football at this level, um, I, I mean, the championship between the two teams, football tends to be ugly, you know, because <laughs> it's a scrap. You know, you're fighting over your life, but you're fighting for, for the points, you yeah. know, and, and you're, you're winning that old cliche in football, but you're trying to win your individual battles. Well, that's how uh, I mean, in particular, it's, it's the championship, you know? that's, how it's, that's yeah. how it's known. It's known as it's a, feisty. A, a physical, mm. difficult league. I mean, actually, you could apply that to the Premiership most of the time no. as well, but yeah. certainly the Championship—that's the reputation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not a—it's not a sexy football division. Oh, 
you'll have, you'll have cinch on the phone. So I think they're quite. I think, they're quite, I think folk quite like how the championship's been. You know, has a well, for what it's yeah. got its reputation for. You know, but Wraith are a bit different. They're a bit different. Um, yeah. And but I, I think the, I mean that, that brings its dangers. But I do think they'll they'll they'll, they'll, they'll be the most open team that come mm. at Dan and Ice this season. I, 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 yeah, I think, that's a good way of putting it. I, I think the, the the one thing that kind of strikes me is, you know, I, I, and without disrespect to the rest of the teams in the league, there are very few games that really kind of I think have United fans salivating from. You know, yeah. I mean, this week, what is it this week? It's some Burnett, it's, yeah. you know. Um, but, uh, you know, Reese, I think, has got people perked up. People think, yeah, this, will be, not this will be a belter. Different know? from the routine, aye, the aye. slog. Yes, yeah, indeed. Ah, good stuff. Well, let's hope it, it does live up to it. And we've got plenty, to, oh, we will have plenty to talk about next week. Yeah. Whatever, whichever way, whichever way mm. it goes. Oh, God, it's going to be a draw again, isn't it? It's going to be another draw. <laughs> I don't think so. I actually, I actually think there could be five or six goals in this game. I'm not saying for one side. Well, if it's six, it could be a three-two. It could be a a three-three. It could be you know. I just I just think there'll be goals in this game. I don't think it'll be tight in another. I'm uh, on, on on the fence because mm. I, I think Wednesday's game is mm. huge. You know, if mm. if yeah. if Wraith beat Arbroath, I think they've got a, a good chance of getting something. Mm. If, if if Wraith drop points at Arbroath. I make United heavy, mm. heavy favourites, but here we go. Mm-hmm. I think you're you're edging towards United, aren't you? Sure? I think so. Yes, yeah. it's certainly good for United. It's good for United that they're playing in midweek, and less good for for our both. I mean, you want as much, you know. I think you want as much rest as, particularly a, a, a championship like this, which is really physically tough, mentally demanding. I think um, United going to, I think with. Um, you know, in a much better frame of mind, I think we're having the week just to kind of work on things to practice and also, also to get rest. Mm. You know, to get rest. We'll move on, by the way. It just occurred to me. It didn't just occur to me. It occurred to me at the time, but it's just come back in my mind. That uh, the Partick Thistle goalkeeper mm-hmm. and that wake, what was all that about? It looked the same as the, their kit. Oh,
I'm knowing that it happened the other week. Why? Why would you hold mm-hmm. a player's shirt at all? Like, it's completely involuntary. I maybe, mean, in general, I would love, I would love it. it to be totally cut out of the game, pulling yeah. shirts in the box. Because, mm-hmm. But they all do it. Yeah. It's just so. Yeah, they do. To, yeah. Remember, remember, we've spoken about this before. There was like there was a game against. It was when. And Husty was still manager mm. at Fal- Saints played Falkirk. <coughs> oh, I don't remember in a, that. In the League Cup. Got about three penalties. Or they got, there was about three yeah. penalties, yeah, yeah, because every because they were obviously told any any sort any of, and this is before yeah. VAR, so it, yeah. every, every time there was a little touch. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, another one. Crazy. You know, yeah. but I hope we don't get back to Well, if you could start football from scratch, mm-hmm. then I would love it if there was no pulling yeah. and all the rest I of it. I think it's nuts. I mean, the, the way that players are reacting now, as well that's the other thing that annoys me it's like because these shirt pools mm. neither of them are enough to make a player fall over oh the rangers they're, one was terrible they're falling over to rangers attract attention was, yeah and then well, and then once well. once the attention's been attracted and var gets to involved and say, well, there was then they're looking oh now there's a shirt pool that is the definition of re-refereeing and that's when mm. again that phrase was something that we were told that's not going to happen you know the on-pitch, <clears> the on-pitch decision will stand unless it's clear and obvious nonsense it's not clear and obvious at all. If you have mm-hmm. to s- slow down a replay and watch it to mm-hmm. see it, then it's not clear and obvious. Yeah. But anyway, this is what's happening now. Mm-hmm. Not for the betterment of the game, I don't think. But uh, yeah, I think that they're they're entitled to be annoyed about that. And actually the red card as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you think yeah. it was a red card? Yeah. No. 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 I thought it was a yellow. I thought he was right first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. To, to, to upgrade it to a straight <coughs> red, I think it's just... Why? Mm-hmm. That's just nuts. I, d- I just think that the problem and the, the way the game is developing, particularly now with VAR, where you've got umpteen different looks, um, and that they might well quite often you know, pick on the still that, that gives the worst possible view, but you just have to be so careful in terms of what you offer referees. A booking was, a booking was perfectly yeah. adequate. Yeah. You've just got to be careful. I mean, you've you know, I mean, the the, the pool in the bottom. It was young. It was Aaron Donnelly, wasn't it? I, I, I think they right. tugged the shirt, but the two of them, you know, were, were kind of usual. You know, you're it's in nature. It's always a physical game. You know, you're pu- pushing and pulling and trying to get an advantage over somebody, make sure they don't get away. There's a wee tugging the shirt. It's happened forever. But, it's, it's you know, in the modern the, game, you just you, you now can't see, afford to give referees that, that look at. You it now see attacking. You now see attacking players actively trying to stand in the space Absolutely. that a goalkeeper's occupying yeah. mm-hmm. at corners now. Yeah. Like, they'll have their hands uh, up like that, but they will be shoving uh, uh, the goalkeeper be to instruction from their take his space. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. But as soon as you, as soon as you touch someone's shirt, their finger in it, oh, we're going we're gonna to get that involved. I think I've, I've been quite lucky. The last couple of games I've, I've watched, covered with Saints, they've been mm-hmm. VAR-free, you know, they've, and mm-hmm. they've been refereed quite, refereed quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe it's just it's the incidents that crop up uh, that I'd def- determine it, but mm-hmm. no, it's, I'm not. I'm not, enjoy- I'm not enjoying the whole uh, nervous no. <laughs> nervousness of all mm-hmm. what they're looking at Me now neither. and all that. It's, it's, Me uh, it isn't fun. But anyway, back back to the football. At yes. uh, yeah, Dund- Dundee. I wasn't expecting anything at Ibrox to be honest with you. But that, uh, this is a tricky one. This is a tricky one because mm-hmm. I think Ross County have got mm-hmm. a lot of home yeah. games. Yeah, if they get anything in Dingwall. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be quite impressed because I, I I thought Adams would turn it around and yeah. he has. Yeah. This is a tough game now, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I still kind of I was. Yeah, I'm not surprised that they didn't win at Ibrox, but I mean I think they did. They did well enough as yeah. well. They played they played well enough. In, in bits. And um, I mean, 
uh, obviously Bakayoko got mm. that goal in the first half, but Lyle Cameron had a great chance before that, yeah. where he was through on goal. He actually beat a couple of defenders and was through on goal himself and and, and put it wide. Um, so, and then they got man sent off. At which point, mm-hmm. but in general, I thought they played well, and I think that's that's reflective of how they've played for the most part this season. Yeah, they've um, never had a bad. No, they haven't. I I think what they've done. Maybe a bad spell. Exactly. Mm, and yeah. part of me wants to see them have it so they get tested. So uh-huh. we can see what they're like because but the 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 excellence of Dundee's season, if you want to put yeah. it like that, is the fact that we've not had call to think, oh, they're gonna get tested now mm. because they've never yeah. been in a they've never been in a, a what you'd really call a bad run. Mm-hmm. No, they haven't. I mean they've had bad, bad spells within games, but they haven't had a bad game, I don't think, really. From start to finish, I mean, the closest you can maybe come is, is Rangers at home when it was five nil. Uh, yeah. But I think that actually that was <coughs> again another one that, as it went on, it was, yeah, it got bad. But mm-hmm. initially, I don't think they were they were terrible. Um, Ross County, yeah, Derek Adams has has come in and, and turned them. But I uh, I would be positive about it. Uh, I'm positive about Dundee going up there and getting a result. I mean, more probably more so, like definitely more so than I would be about St Johnston or mm-hmm. anybody like that. Um, I think I think Dundee have got a right good chance. They've uh, lost a bit. If you're talking, if we're we've been talking over mm-hmm. the last few weeks about Dundee and looking up, they've lost ground to certainly Hart. I mean, I never thought they'd finish above Hearts. They've lost ground to Kilmarnock. I was kind and St Martin. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> I think those. The Dundee fan. Oh, mm. You were. You were. Which one of you was looking at the passport on Dundee's behalf? One of you was. was oh, yeah. I mean, I, I genuinely, I genuinely think or thought they they had a wee sniff of of, of the top yeah. six finish. And I, I, but I hate that term, not top six. I mean, I think it's. Oh, they still official, do. But they've, got, they've got a sniff. Yeah. Of oh, definitely, they've got they a sniff. Hundred percent. And you know what I mean? I said McCuda um I think. Last weekend when they went Ibrox, I mean, these are not the games that define your season. We know that. You know, whether you're Saints, Dundee, if United are up. The, the games against the old fans uh, just they define, them the season, you know, they define them if you win them. They define you if you win. No, but what, but what I was saying was, you know, you, you can still take, you know, they can knock you back mentally or they can still build you up even if you lose. And I think that Dundee will take a lot out of that. I mean, it's a 3-1 defeat. Ibrox is a very, very difficult venue at the best of times. You know, I mean, uh, um Penalty of Rangers, God, we would be surprised at that. I mean, you saw some of the stats that some Celtic uh, statistician put up the other day, but the amount of incursions they make into the box by comparison to others and the penalties they get in other races. That's, 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 that's no beat. We know that that's, that's going on forever. Um, but the truth of the matter is, I think that wasn't a bad result for, for Dundee, and they did. You know, Lyle Cameron came close. They, they played some decent... The stats, I think, was it 45% possession or something like that. So it wasn't a kind of... Yeah. It wasn't a back to the wall. And I actually, I actually thought, I'd say that a Celtic mate of mine during the week, and he agreed. I actually think Philip Clemon is, is turning out quite a decent Rangers side. I think he's... Mm-hmm. This is a guy who knows what he's doing, you know. He's, Right, right. He, know, he knows yeah. what he's about. Um, so you know, to, to go down there and 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 lose three one, having taken five at Dens from Rangers earlier in the season, mm-hmm. I actually think um, wasn't the worst result by a long, long chalk. Um, now whether he can get something at County, I don't know. I actually, un- unlike a lot of people, um, I actually think Derek Adams is a decent manager. I think he, he knows what he's about. He's quite a smart cookie, um, and you know, there they are sitting. What you know, ahead of Aberdeen, only a point behind Dundee. <laughs> Um, the, 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 
you know, you, you want to say, kind of, this is a big game cycle. Every game in this league is a big game. Yeah. It's, it's a desperately tough league. I, I saw, I heard Doc saying that last week. Ross County going it, above it, Dundee would be a bit of a. It, it's, it's uh, almost. That, you know, yeah. that wouldn't feel good, would it? It's almost a poisonous league. I don't mean that in a bad sense. It's kind of, you know, it's venomous. I mean, you cannot afford to be off the pace for a minute in this league. I mean, you have a couple of games where you're just not at your best and you, you drop away, you drop down. I mean, so you kind of look again, you go, Dundee in seventh, oh, just a few weeks back. They were fourth at one stage, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then, if you look at them, you know, they're in 18 points, they're, they're six behind him, but they've got two games in hand, you know. So, um, and Kelly, they have a couple of games in hand over Kelly, uh, you know, who have kind of rocketed up the table and all the rest of it. So, I mean, I think the, the, the game at Dingwall, um, I think is quite a tough one. And I, I, I you know, I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have put money on them going up there and, and coming back with all three points. I think a draw at Dingwall would be a pretty decent result because I think County are not actually yeah. not a bad side. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, Malky Mackay was underperforming yeah. by a distance. You know, uh, I think uh -huh. it, was a, it was a different, different to, no different to the St. Johnson scenario. Mm -hmm. I, think, you know, I think, yeah, he should have been, mm -hmm. they sh Ross County should have been where they are now under, under Mackay. Mm -hmm. and, and like I said, Sean, if they go above Dundee, mm -hmm. that was smart Feel, a bit, wasn't funny. it? Yeah. It would, yeah, yeah. it's felt as if they've been operating in different orbits for a while, isn't it? Yeah, it has. Same with Saints. I mean, Saints, if Saints had held on, mm -hmm. they were one point behind Dundee, <coughs> yeah. which would have felt, considering the narratives of the two teams this season, you would have thought, what? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, Saints have only lost one game less. Sorry, so do you still only feel won as if, one game less so are, than Dundee. So are, are Dundee, have they, are they, we, keep, all, we feel as if we're permanently on a sort of pendulum with them. Yeah. yeah. Do, are we now feeling that they've slipped down in terms of they should have more points for, for how I think season's they should have been. I th I, I'm certainly feeling that way. Mm. I think they've chucked a few away. Yeah. I yeah. think Tony Dockery would say that as well. They've been, they've been in they've been in winning positions on a few occasions and and chucked points away. Again, we'll keep pointing at it, but St. Johnson right back at the start of the season, they should have won that. 2 0 up at the death and chucked two away. Um they had a similar scenario a couple of weeks ago, did mm. they not? I'm sure they did. Let me have a look at the results here. Well, hey, Motherwell. <coughs> yeah. So yes, they've, they've, mm. there's been a few occasions. So they, yeah, you could chuck another four points on their total there, and that takes them up to nearly where St Mirren are. So I mean, I think every, everybody I, can play that game, but I think it's particularly pertinent with Dundee. Absolutely. Dundee feel, yeah. Dundee feel a bit four. I think four is a good figure. Four, four shy of where they should be. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Yeah, the, because I think they have. <coughs> I think in in the sense of how they've been playing, they I have think a they, cushion. I think they are on a different. Uh, a different planet to where Ross County have been this season. Because Dundee have been Dundee have been excellent at times, um, but they just haven't closed out those games that they should have closed out on a couple of occasions, um, and that that that's been the disappointment of it. Um, so yeah, they 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 are they are they haven't got the rewards that they should have had, but that's their own fault. Mm -hmm. It's not anybody else's. No, you've correct. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jim. As I said, I was, I was, I was, I was only lifted my head to uh, to see Theo Bear uh -huh. crossing yeah. it and heading because I was, I was getting stuck into, I was, I was compiling mm. my intro. So yes, yeah, Saints were they were they were in eighth. Um, well, they no ninth. Let me think. It was, uh, so they, the, yeah, they would have been above Motherwell. Yeah. They would have been above Aberdeen. Would have been above Livingston. <coughs> Um, and now they're second bottom. And they would have been a point off yeah. off Dundee. 
they lost the league goal, which 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 can happen. Motherwell, Motherwell are, I mean, I wrote it in my piece. Motherwell are, are very good at this because they do it so often. You know, they've <coughs> got, they've against got, Dundee, we've just they've said got, it. They've got, they've got they've got the players that lend themselves to a nothing to lose here. Mm-hmm. Cavalry charge at the end of the game. They yeah. put on big big guys, and they've got a good Aye. number nine that can can attack across. And, and lo and behold. You know, say Actually, well, they, they did it at McDermott. They did it at McDermott as well, yeah. yeah. Unstoppable. Oh, they've done that against umpteen teams. They yeah. scored like goals. Unstoppable. I, mean, head I don't know head what head the stats are, but the, the guys covering yeah. Motherwell are saying there's no point in even mm-hmm. thinking about writing your, your mm-hmm. piece till yeah, <laughs> this yeah. one's in the books type thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So there you are. It was it was two that uh, they let slip in terms of the. The timing of it, I don't know, probably would have been a fair result because I, I thought the Saints were actually at their creative poorest under uh, mm. under mm. in the Levine or the post Steve <coughs> McLean era because you, you kind of lump the Alec Clellan one in there as well. Was so it two shots on target, was it? Yeah, they, oh, they, they okay. just weren't. They just mm. didn't really unlock Motherwell that effectively at all, mm. you no. know. Um, but they should have. They should have seen it out. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're far more. <laughs> Seems a bit strange, considering the, the goal they conceded there and and and, and against Motherwell the last time. You know, they are a more robust team that that, that seem to know their jobs mm-hmm. um, than before. Than before, yeah. But they're coming in a tough run of fiction. I do feel I do feel much better about them. Though. I do, you know, sometimes it's a it's not it's it's a sort of mm-hmm. it is a perception thing as well as anything. Mm-hmm. You, the Levine factor makes makes you feel it just feels mm-hmm. safer, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that how you're watching games now from afar, Sean? Yeah, I'm not as uh, I'm not as terrified every time they take the pitch now uh, as I was before. Um, there, there is more of a sense of that this is a team that's for what for whatever it's lacking, it isn't right, lacking an organisation. Still got two fullbacks and wing back positions, which is which yeah, is always going to be an that's issue. That's not good, and I and I think. Um, I mean, what I watched of the of the game on Saturday, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. It was pretty no, ugly, it was awful pretty ugly stuff. Um, I do think, in particular, that the right side is becoming prob- more problematic mm-hmm. uh, as time marches on. Uh, because, as you say, there's a, a a fullback in James Brown playing in a wing back position, and you can see from his movement <coughs> that he's not comfy, mm-hmm. particularly. Being asked to play in that role and being that high up the park, and then he comes really, really deep inside sometimes, which he's probably been coached to do, leaving mm-hmm. room for Ryan McGowan or whatever. But I just think he floats a little bit when he comes in, and doesn't, I don't really know what he's doing. But anyway, I don't, I don't mean to single him out because you know that that's that's not it's by he's not the only issue by any stretch. But that I think the right side's becoming particularly problematic, and that'll be one that you'll surely be looking at in January. I would have thought. Um, but in general. I mean, the, the 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 strength is still the midfield, and um, Matt Smith again has been brilliant. He's been better. K- he's been better than Phillips. Well. Phillips was was poor. You know, I, uh-huh. I, it was one of those games when I kind of not poor. Poor's maybe over egg. It's one of those games when I was looking at and thinking, I love I love the things he does. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, this it's every time mm-hmm. it never gets old. You know, when he when he, he rolls, he just rolls, yeah, people, he just rolls yeah. people, and you think, yeah. He, it's like these. Yeah. They've seen. It's like they've seen Dan Phillips for the first time. I think they can get the ball of this uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're not. Uh-huh. No, you're not. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. You know, he's he's oh, he's, you off. Yeah. he's got this the core strength yes. to to hold off any other centre mid. Yeah, it's, does it. it's great. But he's not a man for assists and no and the, and or goals. That's no. for sure. Matt Smith's more forward thinking. He is. He's he is. more dynamic. And he, he, he's more. 
yeah, he gets the ball up the park and he usually looks after it. I feel a bit sorry for Sprangler. I do as well. Who um, came in uh, the other night. Um, came on early against against St Mun when... Uh, yes, he did. Max uh, got an injury. Yes, uh, when he got a concussion. So, yeah, he, he got most of that game. Uh, and I thought he was very good. Did, did, <coughs> did exactly what he was doing early in the season when he was when he was playing well, put himself about. Looked after Definitely the ball. Definitely, three much. and the two doesn't go just now. No, that's I know. How Levine's seen it. I and actually, imagine. there was one. There was one incident that I highlighted. Somebody highlighted on Twitter, and I retweeted it. But oh, he, he made about yeah, yeah, a forty-yard yeah, run fantastic. to, to, to block a shot. The bail Phillips out. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was incredible. So yeah, uh, I feel I feel sorry for him that he's 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 missing out at the moment. Um, yeah, because I I I, I feel like he um, he was he was. He was a big part of what was good against St Mirren. I think he made the team stronger when he came on. So you want him back? In. I do want him back in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, they said weeks ago when Levine came in, he'd be kind of just sitting there, kind of having a look on his eye over because it's a pretty experienced eye over what he's got, who he thinks fits in where, and all the rest of it. I mean, we're starting to get an idea now who he fancies and who he. I don't. It's not even a case of who he doesn't fancy. It's just. Who he thinks has brings what, more. I think it's when he's looking at know, his bench as well. Yeah, I think that's yeah. becoming more and more telling. There's a few mm. there that are mm. are there. I'm not getting on. I'm not getting yeah. on. No, no. You know. Well, Costa. I'm, I'm tempted. I'm, I'm listening to kind of my old colleagues of the Beeb call him Costa. Oh no, I want to call him Costello. 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 The cousin called Costello. You know. I still do in fact. Um, <laughs> Glad to hear it. Last time I looked, she was still here. You know. Um, <laughs> But uh, you know, I, I like him. I, th I th you know, I think he's kind of got a wee bit about him. I think he can, you know, juke by a man. Got a, you know a bit, of, a bit of kind of individual craft and guile about him. But you know, he comes on as sub. I mean, does Big Craig fancy him? Does he see him in training? I think you don't bring enough. You just you don't bring enough at every single minute of the game. You don't get involved. I don't know. I mean, um, and you know that, that's what different managers do. Different managers kind of come in, look, assess, and and I, I think we'll, we'll have even probably make their minds up quite quickly. You know, as, as to a, you know who the key men are, how he's going to form it, and I mean, I, you know, I haven't seen a great deal of Saints other than from Telly this season. But Sprangler, I mean, I've heard you guys and others talking about. Him, I thought this, this this bloke looks the business. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's kind of you know he's struggling to kind of get that. Start it's very hard to argue. It's very hard to argue with it because mm -hmm. you can certainly yeah. you can certainly because Phillips is very good. Smith is very good. Yeah, Smith's and they've tried yeah. Smith that bit further forward mm -hmm. and it doesn't work as well. So he's better coming mm -hmm. from a yeah. traditional centre midfield mm -hmm. role. He's not. So they need to play Carey as well mm -hmm. because Carey is, their, Carey is their best. Mm -hmm. he's, he's their best bet to, <coughs> to give you a wee X factor, to slip a wee pass. Ah, he can unlock things. So, mm -hmm. so I, can, I, can absolutely, mm -hmm. I can absolutely see where Craig Levine's been coming from mm -hmm. this. But I also, yeah, I mean, it's there's no, there's no other position where Saints have no. got like a, a, a three into two like mm -hmm. this, you know, mm -hmm. and, and right. I suppose you sh that he should be, should be grateful for it. Mm -hmm. And he is getting game time, and mm -hmm. you yeah, know, he's... I, he's not one of these ones that Levine doesn't fancy, mm -hmm. you know, or I'm presuming. And it's know. a squad mm -hmm. game, you know, it's, I mean, the, the days when it was kind of you pick your first love, and that was, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, most managers do, if, if you push them and say, yeah, there's the guys that want to start every week. But, but you know, we're long, long that 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 era has long, long gone. You know, it's very much a squad game now. You know, I mean, if if you don't see fourteen players on the park on on any given Saturday, you're, you're very surprised. You know, mm -hmm. I want to see us. I, I don't want an end of January job for the for the striker though. That <coughs> oh, needs no, to be no, no, no. that needs to be ready ready to go. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's uh, something in the oven already. I mean, they would be miles. <laughs> I mean, I wrote it again. The model striker makes them competitive mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. The Saints are a better team than them. And if, if you put that, if you put BRF in that Saints team, mm-hmm. I'd back them to get as high as seventh, possibly even sixth. Yeah, there, there's been times when I've been watching them and I, I thought they are very close to to clicking properly and, and having it but they, they, but they do need that threat that's the, the biggest thing that's missing i think they need somebody can run behind they need somebody on the right who can do that job particularly on the right and i think they need they need yeah a different sort of striker who's um mobile and powerful and can score goals mm-hmm. that's what you need so easy as that it's a loan job yes no i agree job you yeah. know, I think Craig Levine's got eight, well, going way too far forward. But the following summer, mm-hmm. he's going to have a, a great opportunity with almost a blank canvas with the amount of players yeah. that are are going to, and the amount of big earners that are mm-hmm. going to be out of contract that he can do a proper squad rebuild. Yeah. So for the moment, I mean, listen, <laughs> if there was a great number nine, he thought he could get in, and you know, he's got as Jim said, mm-hmm. he's got a contact book. Mm-hmm. So if he thinks he can get a sign in, then, then brilliant. But I think it's more often. It's more likely than not it'll be a it'll be a BRF type loan. Yeah, but that, I mean, that, yeah, I, I do think there's an element. It's, it's a good point that you make about. I think he, he's he's that the sort of character where he will have an eye not just on this window. A lot of focus will be on this window because of the situation that they're in. But I still think I also think he's thinking about this yeah. as you say this summer and beyond even that um, because he's he's. Uh, I think he'll be a long term planner. Um, and I think St. Johnson supporters, where they've seen the team improve, and with that comes a wee bit of, oh, this is exciting, okay, maybe maybe we're close to being a decent side here. I still think there needs to be an element of patience shown in January, because the rest of this season might not be all oh, this, that pretty. This, this is a season to stay up, nothing yes, else. Exactly. I mean, people I, uh, cannot yeah. forget where, where they were coming from. I mean, yeah. I, I, I did have a, when I was trying to get a wee bit of perspective on, you know, oh, two points dropped in that. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at the league table after St. Martin mm-hmm. the last time around, and it was horrendous. You know, you, oh, yeah. you, the Saints were some like four or five, I think they were yeah. four points off second uh-huh. bottom. Yeah. And there's been something like since then, they've got 11 and Livingston have got none, mm-hmm. you know, so. I think that there, there is this narrative starting to form <laughs> uh, around use of substitutions and stuff among supporters. You could hear it grumbling starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, against St Mirren um, and actually before that against Motherwell as well they, they, wanting people wanting subs on it at sort of 60 minutes 65 and, and being frustrated mm-hmm. that it's not happening um, and the, the idea being oh go and, go and win the game put Jeff got on uh, yeah Jeff. well yeah. Uh, so go and, yeah. go and win the game <laughs> Do being, being, being what they're asking for proactive go and win it rather than just sit on a 1-0 or, a, or whatever your lead is and hope to see it out um, and I think particularly when it's 1-0, uh, I think the Saints have, have, have shown that they're, they're not the most adept at seeing those games out. I think they can be vulnerable, particularly later in games, and that's another issue mm-hmm. uh, that we've had. Um, but, I mean, what it comes down to ultimately is, is we've talked about it, what, what does Craig Levine see when he looks at his bench? I mean, we can't put words in his mouth or, or anything like that. All we can do is, is look at what's happened mm-hmm. and try and extrapolate mm-hmm. from that. And I think he's he's he hasn't hasn't used a wide array of no. substitutes. It's been the same people, pretty much at the same times when they've come on. So 
I mean, from my perspective, I think that would suggest that he, he probably thinks he's a bit limited. Mm. I think any in terms manager, of his options. If, if they want, if going back to where we started, you know, kind of with Wraith Rovers, if, mm. if any manager looks at his bench and you know thinks I can I can go again, mm -hmm. they do it, don't mm -hmm. they? Yeah. You know, they, yeah. Particularly in the, in the with the amount of subs you can use mm -hmm. in the Premiership now. You know? <laughs> so I think it would suggest that actually he's looking at his bench and thinking, if if. I make the attempt that I'm being asked if to make by supporters team. here to go and win the game. <coughs> in actual fact, we're, we're in greater risk of losing it or not winning it. So uh, I think that's what I would take from it. I would, yeah, yeah, I would I, as well. It's, uh, Sean's right, it's a survival season. It's, it's, it's like the SAS training in the Brick and Beacons. You just want to get through it, you know? Um, because if, if you don't, you know, I mean, I, look, I don't think Saints will go down, but I mean, if you do... All of the stuff that you plan to do, the whole team rebuilding's got to be done differently. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole, I, mean, I, I think you know, I'm looking at your interview with Jeff the other day. I got the distinct impression, I mean, I might be reading too much into it. You're the guy that. Come on, then take, take take us on. I, I, well, I was going to be coming on that now I, anyway. I, I, We've I got kinda, five minutes. I what, just what? I just thought that he was kind of he was starting to kind of lay down, you know, plans. And he thought the most important thing was kind of you know rebuilding Saints, the whole youth structure and, yeah. and all that. I mean, there's a lot of good players have come out of Perth and Perth area and all the rest of it over the years, but it's not just about bringing kids out of the local locality anymore we all know that you know for for professional teams but i think saints have kind of got to re got to start rebuilding that that kind of youth structure so you are eventually bringing your own through and selling one every three or four seasons mm -hmm. for a, a fair old chunk of money and that's something that a great many scottish clubs have failed to do i think that's, you know the, I mean? that's, that's the route to getting that's some of that money that exists down in england aye, that's yeah. that, exactly and, and there's big money down there you know so, you know, if you can do that, if you can bring good kids through and all the rest, identify them, bring them through, you can you can wash your face mm -hmm. over a football season. I think that was the impression I got from uh, um, from, from, from your writing with it. But, but key to all of that is staying in the Premiership, you know, and, and that's what Levine's been brought in to do. He's been brought in to do that this season, mm -hmm. but with a longer-term view, because he is a planner, um, you know, he's an organiser, and... He'll be juggling various balls in the air at one time. The most important one right at this moment, you know, the one that, that kind of, you know, that, that um, is, is crucial to all the rest of it is keeping the team in the premiership. But, you know, as an aside to that, everything else has been planned, I think, in the future, particularly kind of starting to redraw the, the board for how Saints go about, you know, bringing better young players through and, and, and with a view to, A, forming the core of a team, mm -hmm. but also to selling someone. You know, if something that Dundee United did for... 20 years yeah, under Lee Jim McLean. Yep. Yeah. What, were the, what were the bits that jumped out at you in, in Jeff Brown's interview, Sean? That's a, so that we're, we're, for those that didn't see it, yeah. it's a year since Saints were put on the market and basically the, the main nobody's, part of it is that nobody's, it, come no, nobody, nobody's come close to... Well, yeah. I'm not gonna, I wouldn't say meeting you know, mm -hmm. Jeff's demands because you know it's not even been in, you know, a, a proper just, offer, you know, I mean, they, all, they yeah. all know what the ballpark is mm -hmm. when they go into it or, or they make the inquiry. So, yeah, it, yeah, it's not come close, basically. No. Uh, and I think, I mean, as, as, an, as an aside to that, which obviously is a key part of, of, of it, uh, is the fact that it's when, when somebody is buying St. Johnston, they're not just buying the football club. It's all of these assets that come with it as well. And Jeff was sort of saying that oh, that's not what people want. They don't want all of this stuff. Um, unless they're asset strippers. Unless they are <laughs> asset strippers. And he's not going to want them. And he's not going to sell to them. <laughs> or not knowingly, anyway. Well, uh, um, because, yeah, Jeff pointed out in that interview that the, the land uh, in a relatively close to that <coughs> similar position that had Almond been zoned Valley. for housing and whatever had gone for 
It was, it was over a million an acre yeah. or something like that. So St Johnson are sitting on, as he says, 22, 22, 22 yeah. acres Which of is land. near the town. So yes, do the exactly. Maths, you know. So, they, 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 I mean, yeah, could be, could be sitting on a hell of a lot of money, mm -hmm. sitting on a hell of a lot of money potentially. But that what would what would what that would necessitate as a move of stadium. And again, he talked about that, but feeling that he can't be bothered <laughs> with with the hassle. I did feel, uh, yes, um, he did say that. He did say. That. Yeah. I, I definitely feel that it's a it's a logical next step for St Johnson, though. I, I mean, I wouldn't disagree, especially when you when you get a sense of how much money the club are potentially mm -hmm. sitting on with this land that was that was, I mean, gifted to them essentially by by McDermott. Bruce McDermott, yeah. wasn't it? So, I mean, it's it's incredible that they could be sitting on this sort of money, and I mean, if what it necessitates is as a move to another stadium, and I, I don't, I mean, I, I, McDermott Park's the only the only St Johnson Stadium that I've ever known because uh, I didn't move to Perth until 92. So that's the only place that was there. Uh, but I, that said, while I've, you know, I've got some good memories there as a supporter, I wouldn't say I'm overly emotionally attached uh -huh. to the place. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think it would be the end of the world if Saints were to move and it would be largely a positive thing, particularly, it would, de it would depend where they could move to, of course. Um, so yeah, that was interesting to me. The fact that he even mentioned that and it was even talking about well, I think it was the, I, it was the most it was if you know I didn't make it the the top line of the piece because I think yeah. ultimately the the thing for it's most, still about most, the sale most yeah. what folk are most interested in yeah. is, is the is the yeah. club going to sell yeah but you know I I, I did what as the conversation was was playing out mm -hmm. and he was he was taught I thought look you know if so if you're here for a while are, are mm -hmm. you is this what you're thinking? Mm, you know yeah. about moving, and he, and then he said, oh, I'm, "I've not got the energy for that. I've yeah. not got the energy." He's loving like, being back at the club. I've got it, <laughs> but when you when you look at the and the, the value of the, the yeah. value of the land, I think that's north of what we were talking mm. about. Even when the club went for sale, yeah. so I mean, if, if you could that, if you could buy, build yourself a, a St size stadium, yeah, and let's face it, there's nobody better qualified to know land mm -hmm. values mm -hmm. and yeah. where to build and getting their hand on land yeah. get their, yeah. you know than than the than jeff brown well, you know that absolutely. that is their business yeah. build a stadium you could then put put some money into the the hub mm -hmm. the trust yeah. and then say look this is what the this is the club you're buying now to a perspective yeah. you know it is this stadium and yeah. you know yeah, it's a big project, but it seems it would seem. But it would need it somebody. Would it needs somebody to to want to do that. Yes, it's a big thing moving ground. I know. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that crossed my mind. I, I, I doubt very, very much it would happen. But I mean, you know, I, I'm no a great fan of out of town stadiums. I understand. I'm not either. I understand why Dundee want to do what they want to do with Camperdown because you know they kind of generate. Um, you could do Denzel, but can you generate? It's inner city. Could you generate? You know, income bearing money and all the rest of the keep the club. I don't know. But one of the things that struck me, and I was in your piece the other day, because I've long thought that Saints, and, and conversations I've had with Jeff long time, long, long ago, he's kind of hinted at this, you know, a, a smaller stadium, maybe mm -hmm. a, a six or an 8,000 capacity, and a, a bowl type, you know, not having the big empty corners. But one of the things that always struck me about Saints would, wouldn't it be great if you could do some kind of deal, some community deal with the council and move to the inch? 
<laughs> I'll let you crash. I moved it. You know, what a, uh, you know, a great, a, a great wee stadium. I hope they shut slap, the front gates. Slap bang right in the centre of Perth, you know. You get a train to it, you get the bus to it. You, you know, this is the other thing. People talk about we need car parking. Why? We're talking about a green future where we're not going to bother right. with cars and all the rest of it. So why, we, why do we get so upset about having room for 3,000 cars to park? Why bother about that, you know? So I, th I think it would be... A, a, the well, mechanics of it, I don't know. Say it started off at the bottom end of the South Inch. Yeah, yeah, the, the, which one you talking about, North or South? Well, I mean, that was one of the great things about you know the old mutiny, but it was dead central. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't too far to get chased for the Perth Park back yeah. to the, the train station, you know. No, I agree. <laughs> That's Cosgrove a minute, you know. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think it would be honestly, I think it would be a fantastic idea if they could do some kind of community deal and build a new yeah. St. Johnson Stadium. Reconnect you with your community. Reconnect, reconnect with the city, I think it would be fabulous. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant, you know. Not many like that, is there? Yeah. Not Newcastle no, in England. Oh, it'd be yeah. great. It'd be great, honestly. Uh, try, be try. I'd love to see the committee meetings when that one was suggested, Jim. Yes. Oh, yes. Forget all your historic sites, your, your, your battles. Oh, not going to do you. Green belt. So yesterday. You know? Just make sure you shut the floodlights. Aye. Okay, okay. well, guys, well, listen, it's going to be a big week this weekend, and I can't... Look forward to next week's podcast already because it's going to be it's going to be a weighty one, isn't it? Indeed. Okay, thanks guys, and thanks very much for listening. Back next week. Bye bye. If you like the podcast, we'd be grateful if you tell your pals about it, or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. All that really helps people to find talking football, and that means a lot to us. Don't forget too to pick up your copy of The Courier Monday to Saturday or go to thecourier.co.uk slash subscribe to find out how to get our award-winning sport, business and local journalism across Tayside and Fife in the way that's right for you. The Courier. Local matters.